Welcome to the Black Women Unfiltered podcast, a podcast that explores the unfiltered journeys of Black women in discovering their purpose, owning their truth, and embracing their path of self-growth. This podcast encourages Black women to use their voices to reflect on their life experiences and expound on their truths that shape them into the woman they are now. This is Black Women Unfiltered, and I'm your host, Whitney Sam. Today in the guest chair, we have Devonna Payne. Devonna Payne is a full-time digital content creator based out of Atlanta, Georgia. She started blogging back in 2017 to get a sense of creativity from her everyday roles as a mom of two, wife, and full-time business owner of a multimedia company. Fast forward to almost four years later, and she is now a digital marketing strategist. Recently this year, she relaunched her brand, WifeyKnowsBest.com, and pivoted to teaching women entrepreneurs, whether they are influencers, digital content creators, and business owners, how to level up in the digital space. Let's welcome Devana to the chair. Hi, Devana. I am so happy to have you in the chair today and excited to hear your story about being a digital marketing strategist, a content creator, influencer, blogger, and talking about how you own a multimedia firm. Yes, thank you. I'm excited. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So tell us a little about yourself. Uh, Well, the way you explain it, it, it does seem like I need to break it down because it sounds like a lot of stuff going on. But um, basically, uh, I produce digital content um, either for my brand, my personal brand, which is wifeyknowsbest.com. It's a, a mom blog spot where I'm able to uh, express my passions uh, as far as being a parent, but also really get in touch with who I am as a woman and be able to relate to a, a community of other women who you know, who are trying to like reset their life, um, elevate themselves. And um, so that's what I do with my personal brand. And then on the side, I am a digital marketing strategist where I help other brands um, from small businesses to um, large corporations. I've helped um, Meharry University and I also work full time as a graphic designer for Howard University. So that's like a little history of my graphic design side and I'm able to like put those two worlds together and promote myself as far as like being an influencer and take on this digital marketing world that's around us. Great. So you are a digital marketing strategist. You own your multimedia firm with your husband. I just yes. love that. Girl. Um, and- <laughs> oh, trust me. I know I got a husband. I know. <laughs> You're an influencer and a blogger. So what would you say out of all those avenues is your purpose? Um, Overall, my purpose is to teach. So um, I guess if you like kind of go back to how we personally met, uh, which was in college. Mm -hmm. And um, I think along the road of being in college and trying to find yourself, I fell into being a graphic designer, working with a photography. And I really thought that that was my passion versus what I went to school for. Mm-hmm. But also the bill came, you know, it was like, well, you went to school, so you need to finish. So I, 
some people don't know that I dropped out twice and it was it was all in a good a good way because I still ended up graduating the degree has my degree that I have has nothing to do with what I do mm-hmm. personally but then I went back to school and got my master's degree which I am actually two classes away from getting Ooh. my master's degree in digital marketing okay so when did you know that you wanted to go into digital marketing um I think I really feel like people should trust who they are in the beginning. And I feel like you can only connect those dots backwards, but there were a times, you know, in my life where I'm like, oh, I see myself playing on MySpace and getting paid to help people, you know, build their MySpace. And I was like, well, maybe, you know, that may be something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, later on in the lines, photography, my husband bought me my first camera and I kind of went with that and start taking pictures for graduates and that paid the bills. So I was like, okay, <laughs> this, this works. So I feel like along the way I was able to kind of identify who I was after going through those experiences. I feel like we have to kind of expose ourselves and do things that are different to really know what we want to do. That's so true. I have a degree in criminal justice. I do nothing with that. Um, <laughs> my master's is in organ organizational management. I don't mm-hmm. do anything with that. But like you said, be true to yourself. So like now I have the podcast. I've always liked right. to talk, talk and interview people. And I love to hear people's stories and then also life coaching. So I'll be helping people build their stories and their purpose. And I was like, that's so funny. I think that's right. Like you should really listen to what you like first instead of trying to do like what either you think or what society tells you to do. And that's true. That's true. It's hard to really break yourself from that. Like it is because you're not quite sure. It's Look, we're living life. There is no manual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're in the middle of a, a pandemic. So we're trying to figure it out and we can't be so hard on ourselves, but we still have to continue pushing ourselves and be better. Absolutely. Good advice. I hope yes. people are listening already. Only five minutes in. Hope Girl, from minutes. the soul. That's from the soul. <laughs> oh, so digital marketing and marketing is such a big like industry. What it are is. your favorite, like what's your niche within like marketing and digital marketing? Um, Websites uh, is a really great niche for myself as far as the digital uh, marketing side, I'm able to like really go in and not just like design it for the front end, mm-hmm. but really uh, design the back end of a website. I recently worked with a client and we actually did her uh, email automation. We set it up flawlessly. So from the time somebody was to place an order or even just go on her website and they were to leave, then we were able to implement different um, plugins and elements to um send them uh, emails and let them know like, hey, you left the website, you left this in your cart. So um, a lot of that really drives, like I really love doing that because I know that after that client relationship ends, you know, Mm -hmm. as far as the website, um, we can continue the client relationship and help you push your brand even further with email marketing. So um, that's really something I am very much so passionate about. I feel like that's the other half to the business. 
Oh, absolutely. I need to hire you. <laughs> I need a I need a seamless streamline from yes. emails and follow up. I have people that pitch to be on the show all the time. And I was like, oh, I'm not I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for y'all pitching me. I don't know what to tell y'all yet. Even um, pitching, even pitching. Yeah. Like, I feel like we can all pitch ourselves. There's enough bread at the table for everybody to work. You know, right. we all have audiences that we cater to. And um, if you can tell somebody something, give somebody some type of piece of advice and they take it, you're mm-hmm. an influencer. I, I, I really do believe that. So um, I feel like we can all kind of help each other out in different ways. And this is, I mean, being online, this is, this, we're forced to do it. So mm-hmm. I feel like let's, let's go ahead and get the bag, you know? Absolutely. No, absolutely. And so do you help? Is your passion to help black women do digital marketing and or just women in general? Um, honestly, a lot of uh, my content has been geared towards black women mm-hmm. because I am a black woman first. Right. I can only relate to black women, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like if that person needs my assistance, I am the person. I am focused on as far as when I work with people in their business, mm-hmm. um, giving the most authentic content. So mm-hmm. um, if you were to come to me and say, hey, um, I want to do stock images, I'm not going to hide your identity of being a black owned business because I feel like we should put ourselves out there mm-hmm. and um, we shouldn't hide and say, oh, well, maybe I should use um, another skin tone for my stock photos. Let's not hide ourselves. We out here and we support each other. Yes, absolutely. I agree with that for sure. So can you walk us like through your journey of becoming like an influencer and content creator? And I know like the names have just changed over the year, but years, but like, how did you get into influencing and content creation? Oh, wow. Um, This takes me back. Okay, so when I moved here with my husband and um, our daughter, she was three at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, I was just at the house. Then I was like, okay, let me see. You know, I'm buying things, trying to figure it out. You know, we moved to a new city, Atlanta, and we were trying to figure what we were doing, figure out what we were doing. And I came across a way to kind of make money outside of, you know, just doing uh, content creation for other businesses, small businesses. So I was able to create content for myself. And I feel like that was when I realized, oh, okay, I can get 25 to $50 for um, posting a product that I actually use. And other people are like, oh, what's that product? So I'm like, okay, I can get paid for this. And then over time, I feel like it's grown to where I actually see um, where you can have a seat at the table, if not create your own table. Mm. That's true. So what are, what is like influencing? Can you let the people know? Um, it's just as simple as that. If you are able to um, sell a product or inspire someone to purchase a product, um, then you are an influencer. You are mm. somebody who can um, inspire somebody to, to go see if that can help them. You're creating a solution. I feel like as an influencer and, um, you're being authentic to who you are because you have to show your life. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
even just then, just saying that, like, it's really tough as an influencer or content creator, because we all kind of go through this um, imposter syndrome where we want to be someone who we, you know, are inspired by. And I feel like it's okay to take, you know, take notes from different people, but Mm -hmm. you still have to be yourself and not take yourself out of your element, your reality to try to do too much, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then at least procrastination. So it's like, okay, then you don't even do certain things. So um, influencing basically is just being authentic, giving real advice. And if you're able to solve, uh, provide a solution or help somebody in that sense, that's what you are. You're an influencer. Right. So you mentioned like, it's hard to like share your life. How hard is it? Because that's like, I've heard people like, you should try influencing. And I'm like, but I'm like such a private person. So how do you how do you share your like how was that hard for you to share your life? Um I feel like for myself I'm I'm like an introvert, but then like mm-hmm. once you get to know me, I'm like out social butterfly and talk to your head off, you know. Mm-hmm. But um I feel like it you have to let people in. They have to see, you know, they have mm-hmm. to it's like reality TV without, you know, all the commercials. Is you turning on the camera, waking up, you might look crusty and dusty one day with the bonnet and my in a robe. That's how I, you know, wake up in my stories. I'm like, look. And I love that. Because that's every that's every mom. That's every mom, every black mom everywhere is in a robe and a bonnet. That's like my Yes. But you know, it has came across my mind like, mm, maybe I should I shouldn't look like this. And I'm like, no. At least my teeth, my teeth are brushed. My child is in school. This is the moment I have. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's what it goes back to what you say about being real and authentic. Like I see influencers who I'm like, really, you wear makeup all day? Because I don't even like to wear makeup all day. But when I see like you hop on and you have on your bonnet and your robe, I'm like, kid, that was me today. That's right. me. That's what I look like today. That's probably what I look like <laughs> more than like the one who has the wig and the makeup. I'm like, yes, yes. you're me, but I can't relate. Yes. Yes. I mean, I feel like different people have different audiences. There are some people who do wake up and and might just go to the nines and honey, go ahead, honey. Just Mm -hmm. let me see because I be struggling sometimes. So let me see. But I'm you know, if that's just not you, then I say be who you are. We all have um, an ability to influence our audience and um, just don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Don't procrastinate on it. Just pick up that camera, hit the start button and say a few things. And, you know, eventually everything mm-hmm. just kind of it's like a an effect. Everything just kind of lines up and it's like, oh, wow. Like I've ran into people, you know, surprisingly at like doctor's appointments out just randomly. And they're like, oh, is that your daughter? Oh. And I'm like, oh, like surprise. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> You follow me. Right, you follow me. Hello. Like, we could talk, you know. Right. But it it is something that, you know, we can all do. That's true. What what are like some maybe like two tips you have for people for beginners that want to be influencers? Oh, okay. Um, I think I wanna say, like, I think we all are waiting if you're, you know, in the beginning stage, you're waiting for somebody to approach you. Mm-hmm. And that's not how it, that's not how it is. You actually need to go out and start creating the content first. Like you need to invest your money. And that's, um, 
and equipment, but start off with what you have. If you just have your cell phone, go take your cell phone, go to the store. If you want to do skincare, get you a couple face masks that you've seen trending. Take a couple of those face masks home and do some videos and put it out there. TikTok is great to, to really you know put yourself out there, but don't wait on brands to approach you first and say, oh, well, I only have X amount of followers and you know, I can't do it right now. That's no, that's not how this works. You have to actually start and people use the audience that you have. It's all about the engagement, mm. who you can touch, who is actually communicating with you. Cause these are the people who are going to ride or die for you. This your community. So you really have to like put yourself out there, communicate with people. And, you know, as an introvert, mm -hmm. I still struggle. I'm like, okay, no, you know, cause <laughs> I just like when I, if my phone dies, I'm like, oh, well, this is dead for the, you know, until I put it on the charger. Right. My husband's like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. But I can easily disconnect myself. Maybe it's just the way I was raised um, in like a country lifestyle. But, you know, I, I really do feel like you can just start with what you have, go out, create the content that you want to see. And that becomes your own personal brand. So that's just one. I know that was a lot for one. <laughs> that was one. It's <laughs> good. That's good info. Um, the second thing is don't be afraid to pitch yourself. And mm. I feel like a lot of the time when we do try to go pitch ourselves, we are so like, oh, like, I don't want to, I don't want to say my number. Like, I'm scared. Like, mm -hmm. girl, the bills got to get paid. Like, you That's better, so you better put that number together. How much, you know, if you're going to make this much hourly. Say that's how much it's going to take you. Like really the time that it takes to put all this effort in, you learn in that beginning process of when you go out and you buy the products yourself. You're mm -hmm. like, well, shoot, this took me a full three hours to create this video and put this face mask on and edit everything. So multiply that times whatever standard hourly rate that you're able to set for yourself. Mm -hmm. And then say, hey, hi, my name is such and such. I am... Uh, I have, uh, my name is, hi, my name is such and such of wifeyknowsbest.com, which is how I approach people. Mm -hmm. And I say, um, my audience is this, this, and this, and working with your brand because of what you do, and then list what they do and say, say if they say um, they are about sustainable um, energy or whatever, you say, mm -hmm. hey, I'm into it. That's what my audience resonates well with. And then state how you can pitch yourself like different, um, how you can dress it up for brands and say, okay, so this is the type of content that I can create for you. And then show proof of that content. So you're showing previous content that you made, which is the stuff that you previously made and had engagement from. And that's like your like portfolio when you go to brands and say, hey, I've created this content for free. You know, I spent my money on this content. Um, and I got really good engagement. Would you be willing to pay me to create some type of content like that? And eventually over time, especially with you expanding your brand and your business and your, um, equipment, everything just starts to become second nature. And it's like, shoot, I'm washing my dishes and I'm using this, uh, dish washing soap. Let me go ahead and take a picture of myself doing that. Right. And this is what I do now. So mm -hmm. let me take a picture of myself doing that, right? In a in an organic way. And then in the caption of that, I'm 
organically communicating with my audience and which is relevant to what I'm doing. And then I pitched that content to the brand and they're like, well, that actually did really have good content. I mean, good engagement. Mm-hmm. And um, the pictures do look really good. And then I say, hey, you know, I build it up to get my stories and everything you do. I say, you know, pitch yourself. Those are different elements. Those are different services, different things that you offer. So don't be afraid to pitch yourself and know your value, because if you spend a lot of time on it, ask for that number. Trust and believe if they not if they do not agree to that number, then they'll agree to something lower. But don't self-sabotage yourself and not do it. Yeah, that's good advice. I like when you said know your value. So yes, those those two tips right there, you know, you encourage me, I might start trying to pitch myself. Yes, ma'am. Yes. (laughs) Yes, that I mean, it really is um, very important to like, just put ourselves out there. This we are all in a digital space. Every day we Mm -hmm. wake up, we're like, Okay, we roll over, we're on our phone, we're on our computers, doing mm-hmm. something. So if you're able to move your business into being digital, communicating on whatever platform works for you, mm-hmm. this is what you need to do. Like this is this is the way you can do it and take advantage of it. It's, it's enough for everybody. Yes, absolutely. So going back to your journey about, I'm going to call you a serial entrepreneur because you have a lot going on. Oh, girl, that sounds good. I'll take that. You have all these avenues. (laughs) How do you balance everything that you got going on? Oh, man. Um, That is always, uh, I would say I'm always in the stage of I'm at work of progress because Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to figure it out. I feel Mm -hmm. like it's, it's getting a lot better over the years of trying to balance like my work schedule along with, you know, my, my oldest daughter, she's five. So she's in kindergarten and she's virtual. So I have to put her in school. So now it's like my schedule has to alter with her schedule. Mm -hmm. And then I have a two-year-old that runs around and she of course has no sense of time. (laughs) So it's always her time. So it's, 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 uh, it can be difficult trying to like figure everything out, but what I was able to do for myself, and it's kind of like I was able to speak to myself last year when I created a product, mm-hmm. and I just recently launched it. It's the 2021 Content uh, Creation Planner. So it's mm-hmm. for content creators. Um, and it was really just kind of telling myself, like, you need a schedule. And I was able to take the whole year 2020 and kind of put this calendar together and even incorporate like little benefits of um, national holidays on certain days. That way it's not so hard for me to foresee what kind of content I need to create because Mm -hmm. that's honestly how I make money. Besides working with small businesses, I am a full-time influencer. So I still have to, uh, create, (laughs) create content, engage, um, pitch myself to brands. Mm -hmm. So that's always a constant turn and balancing it all, honestly, is writing it down, write it down and continue referencing back to it, but also have those other elements as far as like a structure. So when um, people approach you and you they want to work with you, um, you have your structure set to where it's like, okay, you have automated emails. Like, hey, I really loved how you had it set up, Whitney, where mm-hmm. you were able to tell me like, hey, this is what's next. And I'm like, oh, I love this. You know, I love a good flow. This is working. Yes. And I'm like, yes, I love it. So um, having those kind of uh, templates or 
emails kind of set up for yourself mm-hmm. um, as far as your client intake or, or whatever pitch templates that you need, that helps the process as well. Okay. So can you give us like a little like insight to what your day-to-day, like what's a day-to-day schedule for Devana? Oh, wow. Um, like wake up to, if you lay down, if you can lay down. Oh, chat. Okay. Um, so I guess I wake up uh, around, I have to wake up around like seven. My daughter has to be in school by eight o'clock. So between that time I'm up, I'm trying to get the breakfast and then I go straight to her room to get her up in which I feel like she's like a mini teenager and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even know. She's only five. And I'm just like, pray for me. I will. (laughs) (laughs) And by the time she comes downstairs and I have her situated, my um, youngest daughter, Harmony, she's running around. And so it's getting them fed and kind of getting heaven in school and then having Harmony either around me or she's in the room you know, kind of chilling and playing with all the toys now that her sister is out. So mm-hmm. that's like a pocket of time that I can um, basically send emails out, um, try to finish last minute edits that I need to finish. Um, sometimes pitch myself to brands. I take that time. And then my next break time is like lunch. Mm-hmm. So from there, I'm like moving about, I'm getting their their lunch situated in that is also that's a struggle within itself because kids I want to say they are they will picky but they'll eat everything it's like whatever you have they'll eat (laughs) (laughs) but if you offer it to them they don't want it so it's like I I don't know I'm still trying to figure that part out but we do little lunches pretty much heaven is my um mini me so she'll walk around and tell me kind of what she wants she's very particular sometimes um and then I get her back in class. And around that time, that's Harmony's nap time. And that's another pocket for me to kind of work on what I need to, if I need to shoot some some content myself or um, have a conference call, uh, even do homework sometimes. I have to take those times to, you know, take advantage of. And then around the end of that, Heaven is finishing off school. And then I'm able to kind of um, get them together for like an after school snack. So my mm-hmm. kids are snackers. They snack throughout the day and they don't complain as much <laughs> if they're, mm-hmm. you know, if they're fed, I can, I can understand they're probably hangry, you know? So, um, I fixed them lunch and after that, well, the snack, by that time, my husband is like coming home and then dinner. So it's, we're always like doing something. And of course, if he's home, we talk business Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have learned over time that we have to cut off the time of talking business because mm-hmm. it can linger over into, you know, an all day thing. And it's like that we didn't even get to spend time and chill and, you know, mm-hmm. Netflix and chill. You know, I'm trying to get to know how your day was outside of business. So mm-hmm. it's really good to like check in mentally with your with your spouse and know, you know, what's going on, because. Um, even around the Black Lives Matter movement, um, I knew that a lot was going on with my husband and internalized and a lot and same vice versa. So we were able to like, really like talk to each other. And those moments are really like therapeutic, you know, mm-hmm. in a sense, you really need those moments because you feel like you don't want to burden anyone with what you have going on with your mind. But 
No, your spouse is supposed to be just that. They're supposed mm-hmm. to be that person to kind of check in mentally with you, not just the good times, but the bad, you know? Absolutely. So those are moments that, you know, I have to take advantage of. And even for myself, being a content creator, um, I will work overtime. Like I will wake up out of my sleep at like three o'clock and just be like, oh, I have an idea and I'm on my computer. And my husband is an audio engineer, so he does the same. He's always on the computer. But there are times where we have to check each other and be like, wait, you better close that laptop. Go to sleep. It is 3 a.m. <laughs> and you know you have to wake up at seven right to get this kid together and i don't want to hear you complaining all day because that's the same vice versa he has to wake up early i'm like look you got to do this too so let's go to sleep and um it's it's so needed because it's like okay let me let me get up but also within that schedule i'm trying to incorporate just um working out just finding pockets for myself as well so at night before i go to sleep skincare like I feel like just a little self love for for the mama, you know. Mm-hmm. Let me get a little bit for myself because yes. everybody else get gets this and gets that. Let me just sit here for a full fifteen minutes, and I'm I'm you know doing a whole ten step skincare. Or I'm watching a YouTube video, painting my nails or putting press ons on. I don't know, girl. Just mm-hmm. whatever I need to escape, just for that few little minutes to get my mind right before I go to sleep and then same thing working uh, waking up like working out I've able I've been able to incorporate that a couple times out the um, week and I feel like that has helped too like that's like okay let me get right up these are my days and I know what I'm gonna do these days so let me go ahead and knock this out to where it's like okay now I can get straight into my day and not feel so sluggish true I think you hit it on the nail with motherhood. You definitely need pockets of time to yourself. I was just telling my husband mm-hmm. today that I was like, I didn't take advantage of all the free time I had before I had a child. Yes. I about it, like how just the freedom that you have. Yes. Now it's like pockets. Like, okay, now like when I set appointments for interviews and stuff, I'm like, can you watch me? Mm-hmm. Like, can I do it at nap time? Like mm-hmm. you sleep right now. Like we 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 get in there, you know, us mamas, we do it. We make it happen. Look, mm-hmm. there is no manual. So we are out here trying to figure it out. Yes. And you know, doing the best that we can. Absolutely. Have you encountered any setbacks during your journey so far with the digital marketing or even in like influencing and being a blogger oh yeah of course um uh, many you know just (laughs) (laughs) just keeping it real uh one that comes to mind when uh i've pitched to a brand and it was um to where they were like oh yeah we accepted you we we shot we did everything and then they canceled and i was like oh man but i mean Sometimes you get paid and then sometimes it's like, well, you get reimbursed what you spent, you know, and those are the times where it's like, man, you know, because that's money you're depending for your business. But I mean, for your home, you know, you got to pay bills. So those are things where you're kind of like, but you cannot get discouraged regardless, even if you pitch a brand and they say, hey, we're not willing to pay you that you have to decide. That's even with a client. If a, a client comes to you and say, hey, I'm not able to pay this amount of money, but I still want that service. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. You know, I just can't. And you have to know your worth. So those those are moments 
you know, knowing your worth, that's the lesson learned in, in mm-hmm. those situations. And that's always going to be like, it's not, all, it's not going to be easy. You're not going to be like, no, 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 no. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you're going to be like, you know what? It's not as what, you know, what I asked for, but let me go ahead and do it. And then you're caught in a pickle, you know, mm-hmm. with difficulty. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it's like, you know, you get it done. And those are moments like, like, okay, well, I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson. I ain't going to do it like that anymore. And you, you kind of keep pushing and keep going. And you just have that, you know, memory in your mind. Like there was a time mm-hmm. where I said yes. And I should have said no, you know? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> creating, creating boundaries is real in every yes. aspect of your life. So I totally understand that. Yes. Have you ever questioned that this was your path? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, In the beginning with um, trying to finish my bachelor's degree, after I dropped out twice, I was like, well, Dad, you know, my bachelor's degree is in um, forensic psychology. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I was a dual major at TSU before um, I went online and did uh, SNHU. And it was just like, okay, you're going to get your bachelor's degree in this, but you don't want to do nothing in no forensic psychology because at the time I was in college trying to do Air Force ROTC. So I only took, you know, mm-hmm. this these classes in this so I can be a JAG lawyer, but that wasn't even none of my passion. So it's kind of like, I totally forgot that you yes. did all that. Right. So it's like, no, but you had you got to try and you got to try your hand because, you right. you know, you never know. But that just was not my path. And I had to I realized that. And I was like, OK, sometimes it's a hard pill to swallow when you mm-hmm. have a, you know, you wasted money going to college. So it's like I got to mm-hmm. finish off and I finished my degree and I went back. I went straight back. Um, I had actually. So I finished my degree right before we closed on our house Mm -hmm. and then we had our baby um harmony our second Mm -hmm. baby and then right after having her i said i'm going right back to school and he was like what and i was like yeah (laughs) i'm going i gotta go back and he was like why and i was like i i'm making enough money to work from home Mm -hmm. just with my business as um working for other small businesses or um i had contracts as well so i was i was like okay i'm I'm good you know Mm -hmm. but that still is not my passion. I, I really want to drive with with not being, um, you know, following through with what my bachelor's degree was, but really like going to school and learning about what really interests me. And I mm-hmm. found that out along the way. It just took some time. You know, it took a lot of time. Yes. <laughs> took a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But we here, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So one step at a time. Absolutely. So what was it like going into entrepreneurship? Like, um, how do I say it? So you were doing like a lot of side hustles, but now you're a full-time entrepreneur. What was that journey like? Um, it, you know, it's hard to not self-sabotage yourself and be like, look, mm, Mm -hmm. this is, it's not, equaling out the passion is not uh giving me coins right Mm -hmm. (laughs) i understand it's not making sense so um i just i just really wanted to um 
hone in on like what was the end goal. Mm-hmm. And me and my husband sat down and he was like, look, what, what's going on? We talked out just us by ourselves together because he also dropped out as well. Mm-hmm. And um, we are still like finding our way, even though it's like we set these goals and it's like, oh my gosh, like after you do small things and you really like push yourself to knock these small little goals out, you can really hit that large goal. Like mm-hmm. we were able to move. We said we were going to move. We saved our money. Um, and we moved and was like, oh, wow. Okay. We're going, we're going to buy a house. We saved our money and we bought a house. It was not easy at mm-hmm. all. The struggle. <laughs> we yes. were like, oh, nobody taught us none of this. <laughs> nobody taught us this. Why is that? And you, you got it. You got to learn from just lessons in life. And honestly, again, not self-sabotaging myself. I was like, okay, look, these things are adding up. I'm able to, I have, and then investing in myself along the way, I was able to get a camera and I was like, well, shoot, I got this camera. Let me make something work with this. Okay. Mm -hmm. We bought a t-shirt machine. Um, my husband was like, you better make this t-shirt machine work. I, bought- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, okay. Let me see, let me see. So we made that work. And then we started doing vinyl windows. And I was like, okay, you know. Then I heard about drop shipping where it's like, now let's get smart. Let's not work so hard physically. Now mm-hmm. let's let's do this to where when you drop ship, you can automatically have um, a company produce the the products for you. Mm -hmm. And if you find a good company, you're able to get them to send it out with your packaging, your labeling. So it looks like it even came from your own manufacturing company. Right. So it's like, Oh, let me get smart on that too. So that was, those were things where I'm like, okay, even through the hard times where I'm like, this does not make sense. Like I have to like, really like write it down, make sense of it all. Like all these ideas that I have, what is going to make money? Mm-hmm. One. And how can I, what do I need to do to get there to make that money? Because you're not going to automatically make it. Mm-hmm. So, And that's the part where you get so discouraged because you think, oh, I'm about to make, I'm about to sell such and such X amount of products in 24 hours. If you do not have your stuff together, mm-hmm. it's not going to go all the way through. And it's And it's fine though. Like, don't be afraid of that moment where you're like, you know, it's not it. You had the moment you're like, oh, man, I dropped the ball. OK, the ball is always still in your court. So pick it up. Don't self-sabotage yourself and just keep going. And it's it's easier said than done. I know it's easier said than done. But that's when you really got to grind it out and really like you got to like do it for you. Were you scared to become an entrepreneur? Not really, because I don't like working. <laughs> I don't like working. Let me tell you. I've had so many jobs. I've had so mm-hmm. many jobs. I've sold mattresses and vacuums. Uh, girl, I've, I've worked door to door at AT&T, knocking on doors, running from dogs. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have time. Not too cute. My cheekbones. I don't, uh-uh. So, you know, it's like, do this or do that. And I was like, okay. Again, after investing in equipment and stuff, I'm like, I have to make money out of this. Like, I just can't be buying t-shirt machines and this is just sitting here like what am I going to do with this stuff or let me just not have dreams about it let me try to make something happen people are out here on Etsy Etsy baby making 
coins. I said, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh, they're out here on Pinterest, TikTok. I'm like, I know I fit somewhere up in here, if not in multiple places. So you mentioned that you created a content calendar earlier. How did that idea come about? It started uh, last year and I was kind of looking for a calendar myself um, to try to do better as far as like being productive. And I'm like, okay, I I really want to be an influencer. And my husband and I kind of ventured out. We were taking pictures of each other and I was able to use that content, but I still needed to continue producing Mm -hmm. content. And I was just getting lost in the sauce. It was like, I have plans here, but then sometimes the, you know, Pinterest worthy ideas that you have in your head are not enough Mm -hmm. to be organic to continue to connect with your audience. And I'm like, okay, I need to continue shooting. I need to start doing more. So um, having the idea to do the content planner, I was able to kind of put all my ideas together and say, okay, I need a place where I'm able to look at all the national holidays because that is a way to fill in my content. And I need a place to be able to write down all these different ideas And um, I also need a place to, you know, reference back to as far as my personal health. So in the planner, I have over 300 pages and um, it includes like a vision board, um, places where you can set your goals either um, for quarterly, monthly, weekly. I have that. I have that. So I really uh, thought in depth of what is it? That content creators, regardless if you are an influencer or if you're a video content creator, a blogger, um, even if you own your business as a small business, because you spend money on social media as well. So you will need um, pages like a social media tracker. You're going to need a, a, a budget. And I have even month, uh, your monthly budget for your personal business, as far as yourself, whatever you spend on for groceries or and your own you know, and your business, you know, as far as like what you're investing in, like if you have to buy clothes to shoot, or if you have to buy um, a new laptop, you need to write that down because all of that is what you're going to reference back to when Mm -hmm. you do your taxes. Okay. So I was really trying to think of everything that I can like put into it of what I know about this Mm -hmm. industry. And I, you know, you kind of look and you see and you get inspired. So, you know, forgive me when I say this, but I kind of get tired of people saying somebody stole from me. Like, <laughs> girl, it really does bother me because I'm like, honey, great right. artists. They say great artists still, but we, we right. are inspired. We are all artists. We're inspired mm-hmm. by one another. Just, you know, let's, let's not be so I did this right. first because you know, we're trying to all figure it out. God, no, you know, unless right. you got a patent. That's true. Unless you consume it for us. <laughs> Copyrighted trademark. Right. But, you know, make it personalized and make mm-hmm. it your own. But I was able to kind of see what the market really, and you have to do that when you're doing market mm-hmm. research, you know, you have to see what the people are interested in, what they're buying. And if it relates to mm-hmm. what you're doing, then you need to uh, see how you can incorporate that. And that's just a, an advantage for your you and your brand. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not trying to steal or anything, but you're you're like inspired and you're like, hey, I can benefit from that. And so can someone else. So 
I can create this as a solution and just give it my little right. spice. So that's the planner is an overall um, step by step trying to help um, businesses kind of push themselves, regardless if you, again, are an influencer, a blogger, um, content creator, whatever. Like you'll really love this planner and it's digital as well. I know a lot of people like print, but um, I am seeing a lot of people on the digital side. Like I'm very surprised from the sales mm-hmm. that I've been getting from the content calendar. I'm like, oh, wow. Like I didn't mm-hmm. know, you know, I didn't know. I knew, but I just was like, okay, let me try to do these things. And that's what it is as far as being a digital marketing strategist. Like I'm trying to apply different strategies along the way. And again, you have to reference back to your competitors or even um, people that are in similar industries. You're, you're, you get inspired. You look at stuff, you look at commercials and you're like, oh, I can do something similar or look at Pinterest. Oh, I love what she did. Mm-hmm. Let me see what I can do. You know? So, um, Having this content calendar, um, you're able to kind of write down all of your ideas, um, put set goals for your business, um, set goals for your personal self as far as budgeting. Um, and you're also able to learn. I also have like a digital marketing ga- uh, uh, glossary within the um, content calendar where you're able to go from A to Z and I break it down on what words mm-hmm. mean. So when you're able to pitch a brand or even pitch to uh, other influencers as a brand, um, you're able to know what the mm-hmm. lingo is, you know, and I will say that digital downloads or having a product, a digital product is really good way to, um, move your business mm-hmm. online. Absolutely. I really like that. The fact that you said that you have a glossary, so where can people find it? So I make sure I link it to the notes. Okay. So if you go to my uh, website at wifeynosebest.com and, Immediately, once you go to the website, uh, you'll have a pop up. It'll hit you and say, hey, if you want to sign up, you can go ahead and you can get some money off of your content calendar. But if you just want to you know, pay mm-hmm. full price, then you can just hit shop and it'll uh, take you straight to the 2021 content um, media calendar, mm-hmm. social media content calendar. Oh, Sorry great. about that. So before I have you answer some questions and what I like to call the advice round, what is the mm-hmm. future for you and your many businesses? <laughs> wow, right. Um, overall, I have an ultimate goal um, to open up my own studio mm-hmm. here in Atlanta. So my goal is to uh, continue working in the multimedia industry. Um, I want to help other brands. So uh, I have been doing a lot of uh, mm-hmm. product work. So brands will send me their product and I'll shoot for them. And um, I give them video content or just uh, images or, you know, um, helping them elevate mm-hmm. their business. So my goal ultimately is to open my own studio alongside my husband and continue pushing our business together and also uh, teaching womenpreneurs um, along the ways of how to uh, get their business together with. Um, uh, digitally, so online industry. So I am working on master classes, um, also templates to sell as far as uh, content creators, how to pitch to brands, um, even businesses, how to set up um, automation from start to finish for email marketing um, for their website. So I'm running in that digital space, and I'm about to, you know, 
about to help a couple yes, people out along the way. I'm excited for all of that. I will be looking out for that. I was just going to say, are you going to do some master classes? So great. That's going to be very helpful. Yes. Especially with small businesses. A lot of us jump in and don't know what we're doing. So if I'm always yes. like, you know what? Sometimes you got to pay to get in the room or pay to get that access. Yes. So, I mean, yes. I'll be out here looking lost when there's somebody who's an expert in their field. Like, and Yes. And that one absolutely. that you trust, you know. And I love supporting mm-hmm. a black woman. So there's that. <laughs> Same here. So now we're going to jump into the advice round. I'm just going to ask you like three questions that come to mind and you just answer the first okay. one. So what is one okay. thing that you feel helped you find your purpose? Me going to sign up to like get into my master's for uh, mm-hmm. digital marketing. That was that thing. Like that I feel like the bachelor's degree. Yeah. I Like I put myself in that. I was like, okay, let me finish that. But this is something that I was like, let me really like really study and focus and take this information mm-hmm. that I'm paying for. Okay. And put this into my business because this is all content that, you know, this is all information that everybody should know. And, you know, there's a price tag sometimes, especially when you go to, you know, university, they're going to, you know, mm-hmm. tax you all day to get, to learn this information. So let me try to do this, do it my way, you know, help my audience or anybody that I can assist with their business. And that was that, like getting, putting myself in position to be like, look, this master's, we're not going to say we mm-hmm. have a master's. We're going to learn to incorporate what we're learning into our business to sell to other people and provide a solution. Absolutely. So that was like, let's, let's get that together. Don't forget that. What is one piece of advice you would give to a black woman who is in search of her purpose? Just be you. And when I say that, I know it sounds cliche, but honestly, we're like, we all bring mm-hmm. something different. You know, we have to like really just embrace ourselves. The ugly, the good, the bad, the, you know, the, the extra, extra times where you praising mm-hmm. God. Like we got to bring mm-hmm. all of that in. Like, because that is what is going to set you apart from anybody else. You are different, but be you and Give your authentic life because you never know who you'll relate to and who you can help and who you can inspire. I've had women come to me and I'm like, you know, I'm just I'm honestly just sharing who I am. In a sense, this is like trying to mentally. You know, um, document, well, not mentally, like verbally document what's Mm -hmm. going on with my life. And when I put these pictures out, I want one day my daughters to kind of go back and be like, oh, look at mom. You know, mom was out there. She was trying to do some things. So I want to and that's like I want to inspire them. I want to inspire whoever to just be you. Put yourself out there and you never know who you're able to like help, inspire, connect with, because you may feel some type of way um, or you may you know, go through life and think that you're the only one going through mm-hmm. this and you might connect with somebody and who don't want a good friend? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like someone that, that mm-hmm. understands you. So 
That's that's it. I always say there's people out there waiting for you to meet them or for them to meet you. You never know. You'll never oh, wow. know who you're going to encounter on your journey and your purpose. So get out there and meet people. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Even look, my little introvert self, I'm like, let me go. I have to talk to people. But then when I talk to them, I'm like, oh, girl, exactly. she's so fun, girl. Exactly. What is one goal-oriented item you do daily to keep you on track with your purpose? Um, the honestly, the 2021 uh content calendar, like I write into it. Like there are times where I'm like, okay, let me fill in my water intake mm-hmm. because I need that. I need that. I'll I'll look up and I'm working all day. And I'm like, no, I need to go back and see what was on my list. Let me cross out these things on my list because You'll in, you'll find yourself burying yourself in your passion, and that's mm-hmm. a good thing. But you don't want to not get everything else done too, Very true. because it's like even if you got that one thing done, you didn't have everything else done, so you're still not mm-hmm. making money, or you still not you still didn't get as much done as you could have. So, um, using my calendar, I was able to like I'm still able to see what's ahead. And then if I don't get to hit those goals, I move them on to the next day. And now they're added to the top of the list. Mm. Oh, that's good. I like that. So lastly, where can everyone find you on social media? Yes. So if you uh, follow me on Instagram, it's at Miss Payne Branding. Um, Also on um, Pinterest. I am on Pinterest. I Mm -hmm. am a pinner. So I will... Add you, we'll pin together. We can join a group um, at Miss Payne Branding as well. And TikTok, girl, I don't, well, I do dance a little bit. <laughs> it's like, I'm about to be 30. I'm like, girl, I'll be on TikTok over there trying to learn a one, two count. But I want TikTok. I share a lot of like my life mom content. And I also show like share good deals because I love a good deal. I love home decor as well. And um, business, of course, business information. I give a lot of tips. Um, you can find me on YouTube. I do a lot of hair. I like hair. Mm-hmm. I like beauty. See, you know, I, I really wanted to get on these social media platforms and really enjoy myself as a person. Like, what can I bring? Not to the table, but like, what can I bring to the screens to show like, you know, voila, mm-hmm. this is you, girl. Because, I mean, we all in here trying to like you know, try to live life and be happy. Like, how can I express my happiness on these platforms that work best? You know, um, I'm, I do tweet. So if you are on Twitter, go ahead and tweet me as well at Miss um, Devonna Payne. And there I am. Great. Well, I so enjoyed having you in the chair and hearing about all your many ventures and how you're booked and busy. Oh, wow. When you put it that way. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I got to give myself yeah. some grace sometimes. So I'm like, I'm no, not doing enough. Just, you're right on, right on the journey. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Of course. Look, that's how we connect and say, look, mm-hmm. this is normal. Let's normalize now being let's normal. <laughs> okay. And busy. Let's do it. All right. Yes. Yes. Get my poem Absolute, snaps together. Absolutely. Well, thank you for coming to the chair and sharing with us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for letting me be a part of everything. Hey, Queen. Thanks for listening to the Black Woman Unfiltered podcast. If you enjoy the show, 
be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other Black queens like you, who are searching to hear stories about Black women finding their purpose and owning their truth, find the show. If you want to hear more from me, follow me on Instagram at Black Women Unfiltered Podcast. Also, check out the website at www.blackwomenunfiltered.net for weekly episode recaps. As always, have a great week.